Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, having trouble falling asleep, getting to sleep? Well, welcome. I believe, I hope you are in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and, you know, depending on how you, you know, when you're listening to this, set out some milk and cookies or something cute for Santa Claus. Turn out the light, get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. We're going to do the rest. And what do I mean by the rest? You know, if your mind's racing, if you're worried, you're concerned, you're thinking about stuff, you're tossing and turning, I'm going to distract you from that with a little story that's going to go... And it's going to, um, it's like one of those snowflakes that's in no hurry to get from the sky to the ground. And you watch it tumble through the sky. And you've kind of, you know, now I'm not going to compare the podcast, The Beauty of a Snowflake, falling gently through the air. But that captures your attention, that beautiful snowflake, as it drifts towards the earth. And you forget about uh, life for a while or whatever's going on for that brief, brief moment. This podcast is like that, but drawn out to its most boring conclusion. So it's just instead of, you know, like some sort of, uh, you know, I don't know, the simple grandeur of a snowflake um, tumbling to the earth. This podcast is like a lumbering, distracting, kind of like the yak. It's like the yak of snowflakes. The beast of burden that's going to distract you from your thoughts. You're just going to watch it lumber down like a like a snowflake down a path. And the yak, you're going to say, huh, that's kind of interesting watching that move. Not as interesting as a snowflake. But I'm not thinking about, you know, all that turkey and stuff. I got a stuffing and all that crap. So I guess I'll watch it a little bit more. I'm not going to think about, well, you know, those people that I might have to see on the holidays that – you know, tests my nerves or the mind, in fact, my nerves have already been tested, whatever. I'm just going to listen to this guy's voice, this lumbering yak, and watch it and I'll be distracted and soon I'll be drifting off into dreamland. And that's a stretch I know, connecting a yak to a snowflake. Um, but if you think about it for another minute, it might make sense. might not, though, but that's it. We're the, you know, yak, of, yak snowflake podcast. Uh, in some sense, I'm just here to distract you. I'm going to tell you a story. You just listen instead of thinking, and hopefully you'll drift off into sleep. I hope this podcast works for you. If this is your first couple times here, give it a try. See if it does. If it doesn't, I'm sorry. Uh, I hope you find something that does help you fall asleep. Uh, but you're welcome to try this. I'm glad you're here. I'm not going to try to sell you any crappy tapes or techniques or, you know, some sort of uh, mind-melding, um, you know, vibrational frequency stuff. Um, so I'm glad you're here, and I hope I help you fall asleep. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can reach me at feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com, on Twitter at Dearest Scooter, on Facebook, or wherever else you uh, were, you know, I don't know, some other places probably. All right, I'm glad I'm here, and I hope I help you fall asleep. All right, I want to—I got a, a, just some thank yous to, uh, you know, give out. Uh, I want to thank Chris Posterson, who does our music, Scott and Jennifer, the twinkle in the snow, 
the not, you know, not, not a yellow, not a tinkle, twinkle in the snow. That does our icons, our artwork. I want to thank the Lord and the Lady. I want to thank the Defrenestrator. I want to thank everyone else that's out there. But I also want to thank a bunch of new people. I want to thank Julie, who uh, is a new mom, and Ariel for uh, introducing her to the podcast, I believe. I'm just making an assumption there. I want to thank Justin T. over on uh, Facebook who said hi. Thank you, Justin. We're, we're besties, me and Justin. Online besties. Soon, one day he'll call me the worstie. But, you know, for now, we're besties. And believe it or not, I got another Justin to thank. This time it's Justin D. We have a Justin T on Twitter. No, no, that's weird. We have a Justin T on Facebook and a Justin D on Twitter. Uh, so, Justin D, I want to say hi to you, too. You could be my Twitter bestie, and Justin T will be my Facebook bestie. Face bestie. No, I don't want to say that. Oh, this is another name I always struggle with. Yvonne. Yvonne, is that correct? Yvonne. Yvonne Y. Said hi on Twitter. Thank you. Trisha. Said hi by email. Thank you, Trisha. Glad you're here. Glad you found the podcast. Bill P. Said hi by comments on the website. Say hi to Bill P. And then I want to thank Katie M. for her iTunes review. So she said that she was shocked by the podcast, that it worked. And uh, so I want to thank you. You know, I'm glad you made it through your, sh- you know, your shock of what I was talking about. And then you're like, oh, wait a second, this is actually boring. So thank you. And then Semp 3000. Semp 3000. Uh, sounds like that was a, I think that was a dance that was like a marine version of the robot. I think they called that the Semp 3000. Uh, it was only popular for a brief time because that person was court-martialed. And then, it was, you know, dark, dark times in our history. But uh, Semp 3000, the originator, is now out of the brig and said our podcast is like NyQuil. And said, don't try and make sense of Just like the dance, that's what happened to Semp 3000. They... He, he dropped this dance, or she, I don't want to say, you know, he or she dropped this dance at this Marine function. And they were like, what, you know, they were trying to make sense of it through Marine, you know, Semper Fi type stuff. And they said, what the heck? Is he is he doing like uh, left, right, left, but as a robot, as a, is he a Marine robot or robot Marine with a, with a groove? And so they said, you know what, start the trial, get a guess, you know, a general, and we're going to, you know, bring this in. So they tried to make sense of it. Some 3000 has learned from that. He says, don't try to make sense of this podcast. Just, you know, just let it put you to sleep. So I want to thank everyone who said hi and who, uh, you know, did, our, you know, thank you. Thank you so much. Hi, everybody. Hey, this is uh, me, Scooter. I just want to wish everybody a happy holidays, and uh, from the bottom of my heart, uh, my Grinch, original Grinch size heart. Uh, you know, seriously, I'm thank you, so thankful for all the support you've given me this past year. Everybody that listens to the podcast, you know, if I help you fall asleep, you help me keep going doing the podcast. So it's a symbiotic type thing. I just want to give you guys an update of the. It's this should if you're like a hardcore listener. This should be hitting your ears on the December 23rd. 
And I've been made aware that 24th is Christmas Eve, 25th is Christmas Day. Um, but the podcast is going to stay, as far as I can tell, to a normal schedule. So it should be an episode on Tuesday, 23rd. There should be an episode on Christmas Day, Christmas Day Eve, Christmas night. Christmas night, I think they call it. Uh, I think that there should be an episode. You know, you don't have to listen to it then. You might be, you, you might have, you know, stuff to do, but just in case it'll be there. And then whatever rest of the year, it should be out Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Uh, you know, probably. I don't foresee anything happening. I also want to let you guys know that as a show of appreciation, I got a couple tiny gifts for you. Nothing, nothing, uh, you know, expensive, not by coach or anybody, you know, any any Burberry or anything like that. No, you know, uh, but I, I'm, I wanted to, I'm trying to figure out, so... Uh, one is uh, the extras from the Game of Drones, things that have been cut from Game of Drones episodes. Uh, stuff that I don't even know if it's interesting or not, but that's, you know, it's a little piece of bonus material that I wanted to put out there. And I'll put it on the internet. I'll hide it on the internet, actually. I'll throw, not, or not hide it, but um, it won't be, I don't think it'll be on Facebook or Twitter unless it's in a, like, a reply to something. Or a post, but it'll probably be other places. I would look on Reddit and uh, tum- Tumblr, maybe. Um, it's a great, a great hiding spot. Spots if I tell you where. But anyway, I don't know. I've never. I just. I was thinking about doing. It. So it'll be one of those places. Maybe not. Maybe it'll be somewhere else. Um, and then I have a, a one that this one is to respond to some requests I've had, and this will definitely be on YouTube on Christmas, hopefully on the 24th or the 25th, I'll upload, I'll have it up on YouTube, but YouTube's the only place I can accommodate this. And so if you subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, it's on there. I'm not even sure uh, what the, it'll be in show notes. I have no idea. I'm sure if you search for sleep with me podcast or something, it's on YouTube. Actually a little secret pro-am tip. I use YouTube as emergency backup for the podcast for the past few months. So just in case anything went totally wrong, all the episodes, uh, since the Lionel Messi episode, so maybe since the summer, since the World Cup are on, on YouTube, there's no videos or anything, but the audio's there, just in case, you know, something was to go wrong. I had them up there, and I, I was keeping them in my back pocket. If I said, hey, guys, I... Uh, I become electrified or magnetized, so everything around me has been erased. But I'm not near YouTube enough, close enough to their servers to erase them. So, all, you know, that was the, my worry was that I'd be magnetized or that I'd swallow a magnet out of curiosity and that it would, you know, and then I would also swallow a piece of uranium or something, you know, super, super, not superhero because that would, it would be like a super annoyance. So... Subscribe in YouTube, and I'm going to put up something. It's uh, going to be the entire first season of, uh, what's that, After the Glass Slipper, with uh, with the intros cut out. I've done my best to level it, but I don't know. I know a couple of you have said, you know, hey, I, I like to listen to the podcast the whole night, but the music gets distracting or the intros or, you know, my podcast player. So this will be like a... 
I think I haven't finalized it. I have it right now in two files. I got to combine it and get it on YouTube somehow. So pending me getting that done, this would be embarrassing, I guess, if I don't get it done. Uh, pending me getting that done and getting it on YouTube, you should be able, I think it should be about eight to 10 hours of material. And then I got the the new episode, new season after the glass slipper is going to be coming out in the in twenty fifteen. I don't know if catching up is such a great idea because, uh, well, you can be asleep, so well, you know you can listen to it. You might you know there be parts you remember, parts you won't. Uh, you know, don't hold me to it, as uh, one person once said. Uh, that wasn't Jackie Chan, but. Uh, um, so that should be a little test. I don't know. Again, I don't know. I'm not an audio guy. So I did my best on my own, but it's a Christmas gift. Talk about it. I feel like a kid talking to his mom. You know, I'm not good with uh, tongue depressors and art, but I tried to make you a Christmas village. and But the, this is what I made, Mom, and it's mostly Elmer's glue and twigs. Well, actually, I ate most of the Elmer's glue, so it's twigs and tongue depressors and the insides of markers because I took out the insides. Oh, also, I need to go to the dentist because I stained my teeth with glue and the markers because I was sucking on the markers while I was drinking the glue. So Merry Christmas <laughs> is what I'm saying. Uh, so that'll be subscribing to YouTube. Uh, it doesn't bother me. One bit if you uh, use whatever MP3 thing, uh, you know, if you Google how to download MP3s off of Google, go right ahead if you want to download it um, or email me. Uh, well, no, don't, I don't know. Um, thanks so much. That's like a, I just want to do that. I don't have any way to host file that big, eight, nine, ten hours at this point. I'm trying. I might be able to break it into two files, big files. I have one, but that's a lot of da- data. Um, and YouTube will host it, so you may have to. So that'll be on YouTube. That's a little Christmas uh, thing I'm a jig because I, you know, I want to say, hey guys, uh, you may, you know, hopefully you don't stop listening to the podcast. But I want to have something for those people that said, hey. I want I want something that's like eight to now. But you, you listen to it every night. You might go. You might start thinking you're Cinderella's stepmother. Uh, let me know about that. We could do a documentary about you. Well, actually, I'd be the villain in that documentary. So, but, but anyway, I could be the villain. That's fine. So that's it. Um, did I have a point? When did I? St- am I recording this? Oh boy, I did hit record. Uh, so that's a, a Merry Christmas. I guess is my point. Merry Christmas. I drank some Elmer's glue. I sucked down some marker insides. Uh, you know, when you take off the, you know, or you break the marker accidentally. And then the insides are interesting. You never think that the inside of a marker would be a round felt thing. Uh, I still, I'd like to sit down and interview a marker maker to have them explain to me the technology in there. Um, but yeah, don't suck on them, kids. If you shouldn't be listening, definitely don't be listening to me. Uh, you don't want to, you know, I've had my traumas, learn from the traumas of sucking on, uh, imagine the dentist, that trip to the dentist. And I think that was before dental. I mean, I don't even think we had in dental insurance either. So holy, um, you know, imagine the having to try to get Elmer's glue 
and Markovitz out from under my gums. I mean, they might not have gotten him out. Uh, who knows? But so that's it. That's a Twigs, Markers, uh, Elmer's Glue, all rolled together for you, my listener, Booze. And Booze, Booze is kind of a, is that Booze is a B-O-O-S's? You give me my Booze, you know, B-O-O-Z's. Is that, that's not masculine or feminine, I don't think. You know, don't take offense if you, you know, you got a hang up about being a booze. No E, though, because I, you know, I had to, had to say goodbye to that. But anyway, I'm glad you're here. I hope this is, if this is your first podcast, hopefully you already fell asleep or stopped it. I'm a lunatic. We, we've said it before. I'm here to carry you off on the wings of pointlessness. So let's do it. All right, so you guys got that uh, Christmas speech there. Um, but this is uh, 20, it's uh, Sunday night. I think it's later than I ideally was going to record. It's, uh, well, it's almost 7 o'clock. Oh, boy. And um, I was going to, you know, it's like, it's the 20, it's going to be the 23rd when you guys get this. It's the 21st now. And uh, so. I was going to, I was like, yeah, let's do something Christmassy, you know. And the last couple of ones I've done have been like Christmas care. So I didn't, what happened was I got fired from the uh, whole, uh, I didn't work. I've been working at the uh, the inn, the bread and breakfast this week. Because yeah, that's a whole other podcast episode. Let's not talk about that. Uh, the bed and breakfast storytelling adventures I've been having. Uh, something about the Nutcracker. And the, uh, what was that, Heat Miser and his minions, something, they did, you know, they filed a grievance or something, I don't know, privacy, uh, who cares, that's what I said. And they said, well, you can't work here if you don't care. And I said, well, your face can't work here anymore either, buddy. And he said, what is that supposed to mean? And I said, it means that, uh, uh, got you, sucker. Um, so that happened. But so I want to do something Christmassy. And I know some of you guys, a lot of you guys, you like these guided meditations. So I'm going to take a risk at them. This is a risk. I'm going to do something we haven't done before. A strange guided meditation. That we've done before, strange guided meditations. But this one is, uh, but I don't, I, I have a general idea of what we're going to do. But I have no idea how it's going to go. Hopefully it'll be boring. That's the main, main goal. So I think I can do that. I think you can pull that off. But can I pull it off in a way that's satisfying to me? You know, this podcast ain't about me. That's like, uh, so maybe I need to be humbled by uh, my own ineptitude. So we'll see how this goes. But um, it's an experimental uh, boredom. Uh, you know, I'm firing up the old, uh, you know, hand-cranked boredom, boredom-guided meditation machine. So I don't know how it's going to go, but hopefully it'll be boring. And um, you you don't need to figure it out. There's no, Again, there's not going to be any test or useful. Uh, it's just a little journey made to help you fall asleep, all right? Let me, well, oh, I mean, hopefully I'm putting people asleep as I drag on. But let's get down to it. How, what do you say? All right. So, yeah, settle, just settle in. Um, hopefully your eyes are closed. And just start to breathe and feel your bed and feel yourself drifting, drifting away to a, a future or a past that hasn't existed yet. 
so it could be neither. And you, you know, as you as you as you sink into the world of, uh, you know, whatever they call it, the dream, uh, you know, corridor, you, you start to notice that you're uh, no longer in your bed. You're so safe and contained. And the darkness around you is enveloping, but it's enveloping in a good way. And you feel so at ease. Uh, you're packaged in a way that is both comfortable and soothing in the perfect temperature. And you are resting. But you feel something more than just uh, at ease. You feel a potential, uh, approaching potential for something so positive and wonderful. Uh, you feel it, a joyful anticipation buzzing around you, but in a relaxing, relaxing way. Like something that just puts you at ease and says, you know what, for, for once, I feel like I just know everything's going to be okay. And the reason you know that is because you can sense it in your gut and on other uh, instinctual type of levels all around you. And you notice you can sense if you just reach out with uh, the equivalent of the force, whether it's a hormonal detection system or an energy detection system or some sort of spiritual amalgamation or whatever that, you know, whatever, some word that means that, you'll notice all around you there's other some other things around you, and they're feeling the same way. And then you feel this spring inside you that's been wound, and it's starts to unwind. And and you're like, wait a second, holy macaroni, is it is it Christmas morning? I can't see anything, but I can sense something. And then you say to yourself, wait, if, wait am, I a, am I a Christmas present? This is just too good to be true. Am I a Christmas present on Christmas morning? And, and you begin to feel that you are. And then you're almost uh, beside yourself with, well, what, what, am I going to get open? Holy mackerel. But this kind of, uh, what is it? Build up. It, it's not a. It's, 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 it, it fills you with joy, but you're not in a hurry either to release the joy. You're saying, "Wow, somebody's going to open me up," I, and you know, you know that they're going to have a smile on their face, and you also sense that you you're not the socks um, or the underwear or the you know Aunt Beatrice's sweater or what you know the. the the poor presence that will either not, never be appreciated or that one that you're not that present. You don't feel like socks. You feel like something special. And then you hear it pitter-patter, pitter-patter. You know, you're somewhere, somewhere you've been before, but in a new way. You've brought some sort of security with you as this joyous potential gift. In a, in a non-metaphorical way, you're physical, uh, you know, wrapped up present. You're not a, uh, you know, you're not a, uh, a figure of speech. You're not a thought. 
or a, a discussion point. You're actually something inside a box. You've, you're topped with a bow. You're wrapped in wrapping paper. And yeah, you're 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 uh, wrapped in a way. The style of wrapping is uh, not professional, but damn good. I'm, if you don't mind me saying, I don't know if you wrapped yourself, but jeez, you did a great freaking job. The uh, uh, I clearly I did not wrap you because uh, you, you would know it if I did, and you know there'd probably be extra paper having to cover up the holes that I left that I somehow missed to, in order to still obscure what wonderful thing waits inside you. But wait, I forgot all about those pitter-patter. They're running, and then they're running back to their beds. And like I said, this is a familiar place, but you've brought with it a, a new sense of security, generosity, and you are, you know, I don't, don't I, I, I'm, I'm loath to say this, but you seem to be radiating some sort of joy and love that has needed to be brought in and, you know, that hasn't already been brought in. You've already, you now are already been brought in it in, 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 in a current, in a current form. So maybe there's some sort of uh, healing going on. I don't know who's being healed, um, but in this giving... Uh, I think the general sense of it is everybody gets healed when you're giving a gift. And when you wrapped it, now you're remembering that it felt good when you wrapped this gift. And uh, now you're sensing movement. And you're feeling, you're feeling the top coming off of your box. And the light's hitting you. But the light is not from the sun, it's a reflection from the eyes of a child looking in on you. And eyes of wonder as they behold you. A smile, a laugh, a squeal. Maybe this is the first time this child, this child that looks so familiar, that you can feel like Something inside them that's like a reflection of what you were feeling just earlier. This security, this joy, in this recognition, you're recognizing each other. The child saying, "What a wonderful gift!" If they, if, you know, if they're a very mature, well-spoken child, and you're saying, "Wow, this feels good!" Whoa, wow! And then the child saying, "Wow, this feels good," as they clutch you in their arms, and yes, in a, in a very archetypical way, they spin around, and you spin around, and it's, it's a, almost overwhelming, the, the endorphins and the dopamine and the, you know, maybe the lack of cortisol, or maybe there is some adrenal stuff. It's, uh, it's, it's good, man. It's, uh, it's good to spin around and jump. And, and kiss and a hug and and roll around in wrapping paper and rip it up and throw it up in the air. And you, I'm not sure what you are, you know. A wonderful, wonderful present that'll be, oh, you're being held as other presents are being opened. And you're almost like a sidekick 
present. And then you can feel that the rest of the things, the rest of the day is going to go well. You're going to be played with. And you get this beautiful, mutual sense of satisfaction that's still continuing. You know, the child that is holding you, they feel uh, somehow like wanted. Someone recognized me. Someone gave me this. And and in this situation, it was a, a Santa, a Santa Claus, Roberta Claus, possibly. And maybe this has come from some other, you know, dream world. Doesn't have to make sense. None of this makes sense right now. But it's wonderful, and it doesn't need to make sense. You, uh, you feel close to this child, and the child feels close to you. And you're like, man, this is gonna be a good day. And you start to, you start to reminisce about what you've been through recently, which isn't a you've not come even coming from a, a negative place. It's been this buildup that you've almost forgotten. You start to remember last night, this ride down a chimney. And you, 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 it was like you were in the box, but you were taking it all along. Bump, 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 bump down the chimney. And you thought to yourself, how many houses still have chimneys? I've always tried to wrap my brain around the, the chimney thing. What does it mean? And he just laughs. He says, oh, it pats you on, the, on your bow-covered head. He says, oh, boy, there's going to be some happy children in this house tomorrow. Ho, ho, ho. Um, or Roberta Claus and her voice, which I haven't heard yet, so I, I don't want to steal her voice. It's 2015, the return of Roberta Claus. And uh, you remember being placed under the tree so gently and, and then him standing back and observing. You remember the warmth of the room because it was, it was warm in the bag of presents, but... It was an enveloping warmth against the cold outside, but now in this home, in this place, you you sense all of it's warm. You know, some sort of internal warmth. And then you think back about, uh, wait a second, yeah, I was in a big bag on a sleigh, and I remember, I, you couldn't believe it. Yeah, you, you, you at the time you were like, this is a, this has got to be a dream. When did this start? I'm on Santa's sleigh in a bag of toys, and it's real. There's Dasher and Dancer and Donner and Blitz and Comet and Cupid and uh, Donner and Blitz. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dasher and Dancer and Donner and Blitz and Comet and Cupid, Donner and Blitz, and, and of course, you recall the most famous reindeer of all is Rudolph up there in the front, and you were lat you and the other presents. You guys were you're starstruck, but in a non-Hollywood close, you know, puppy struck. If you came across a, 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 you know, where you were being licked by famous puppies, uh, you know, like a, you found yourself in the puppy puppy chow commercial or at the puppy bowl. If the puppy bowl was a real thing, and all the puppy famous puppies were, like, oh, you, you. And, you know, you watch the gentle glory of these uh, flying reindeer 
and it was all a little more mystical and intangible than you ever thought was possible. You remember seeing it in movies and recreations, but this was different. It was grittier. The air was flying by, slate. You sensed a rigid power running through these giant animals in the sleigh, in the reins, and the man at the helm of the sleigh pulling on the reins, but gently, you know, coordinating in some team-like fashion with these beasts. And you even picked out little details on their their antlers, you know, you recognize, like, oh, wow, look at the shape of that antler. Look at the way the moonlight makes it glow like a blue fuzz. Listen to this. I never thought it would sound like this. You can hear them breathing. Every once in a while, they start to breathe as one. It's like this sonic heartbeat. And then I hear some sort of doll giggle below me somewhere. How deep does this bag of presents go? Is it magical or is this, uh, you know, coordinated effort across the globe? I can't, I can't, and then you think, I can't believe this is real. Santa is real and I'm a present. And you sense, uh, yeah, this is, uh, uh, is this a revelation or a dream? And then you just sense that everybody doesn't care because they're like, this is the best. Holy freaking crap, we're on Santa's fucking sleigh. And you remember that paper you wrote about Santa trying to figure out what, what, you know, where do he fit in with these, you know, figures of religion and spirituality and, and philosophy, patriarchy. You know, what, 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 what was he meant to? And then you just see him, his face is a glow, for, but in a... He's concentrating. He's got this concentrate, you know. You, you almost feel like a basketball in Michael Jordan's hands, the way he's controlling the sleigh, the precision, but also like this loose focus, this joy, this playfulness, and this supple, supple touch he has against the leather with his hands. And you know the house you're diving towards. The speed is thrilling. There's no sense of danger at all. You're in the hands of a master. And you know, your, your trip is coming. This is it. This is your spot. You're at the top of the bag. And you're, wow, you're like, wow, man, that was, that was wild. And then you think back before. And you remember, you remember being wrapped with caring, caring hands. You know, being, paper being folded around you, being boxed up with one of those beautiful boxes that's like uh, got that stuff on it that's uh, tactile. It's, it's sparkly. It's one of those rich colors. I'm not sure which one. Reflective. And it has a, I don't know, it's a kind of paper box you can run your fingers across it's not flat reflects the light and you think this box is sturdy and the hands placing it in me care and then the 
top of the box went on. As I said, you were wrapped. You felt like uh, you never remembered it from, you know, it was an experience I kind of felt like I always missed being put together so nicely, saying, hey, let me, let me help you look lovely on the outside. Not so much to show what's inside is deficient, but to add to the anticipation of, of what is inside. Let me help you look so lovely. And now you've experienced it and you feel like, wow, huh? Uh, and you don't feel sad at all. You never felt it before. But you feel lucky that you just experienced something so rare. To have something, some being, an elf, I, I sense, uh, with that much caring into making you look good. But in a, in a way that just was celebrating you and saying, hey, this is the best box for you. You're really, this box is special, but you're holy mackerel. You're great. And this is probably the best box we got at the North Pole between you and me. And I'm going to make sure you're in it. And it's sturdy. It's protective. It's comfortable. And just wait till, you know, I wish you had eyes on the outside of this box to see the wrapping job I'm going to do for you. You're going to have a great Christmas day. And then you think back to before you were wrapped and being in this room full of other toys, you were all on display, all set up. Some people, some toys looked the same, similar to you. Some were different. And then you remember him, Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus, and a team of assistants, all intensely interested as they walked, reaching out with their senses of sight and smell and hands and touching, listening, looking, and imagining what each toy would be like in the hands of each child and running down their lists and saying, okay, Sally Sue, wow. And you saw them reach out for this this one toy and you saw them look at each other and nod, and and it was a toy that smelled like gingerbread. You remember that? That's the only thing you remember. And you think they mustn't. The girl must love gingerbread smells. You knew it. You thought, why? Well, you know how? I can't believe they do this with such personal dedication. Walking, thinking about each child and what they would want what their experience would be like, what they're experiencing now, and how to add some joy and some comfort and some fun and a sense of relief. And they're searching for the right toy to do that. And then they walked right by you, and he stopped. He was still wearing those black boots, you see. And they stopped short, and he froze, and everyone froze with him. And everyone was reaching out at the same time. You sensed it again, that force, that instinct, trying to say, okay, something here is exactly what we're looking for. It's close. If we can just listen, if we can just shut down the chatter in our brains 
about how, you know, the, you know, bum foot and donder and, you know, Blitzen's attitude problem. If we can just shut down our worries about that for one second, we can find the exact right toy. And then you felt a brush of white fake fur, faux fur against your face or against your body. I don't know what you have, but and it was his hand. He had a silky cotton glove. But the warmth of his hand got through as he wrapped it around you and lifted you gently up. And everyone, the look on everyone's face, it was like the first toy they had ever seen. It was like the toy for the greatest child in the world had just been selected. Like the selection of you was going to save everything. And that's how you felt too. But not in a way you knew every other toy was going to experience it somehow. Uh, and it didn't diminish that for you or, or make you feel superior it was just an experience that you just, you'll never forget it. You'll never forget the look on their faces, too, because they felt so wonderful finding you, seeing you, and knowing what, what, you know, what, what the potential was, knowing you were the right fit. You were exactly what they were looking for. You just let that moment warm you for a second. Then you remember before that, this massive operation of work bringing you together. You remember being in the hands of more focused attention, of pride. You sensed every, every hand that touched you was filled with pride and a relaxed concentration, uh, a sense of a very small sense of joy sense of joy that would be compounded with each little thing they did to, to, to work on you. And each time a hand touched you and started to put you together, assemble you, create you, you sensed that they were imagining what it would be like to play with you. And every once in a while they would play with you or enact something out, or you notice a doll down the road, and a, a elf man was taught, well, how are you today? Oh, I'm quite fine. Well, would you like to have some tea with me this afternoon? And you were so surprised, because then you saw that the toys were getting played with. That this just wasn't a workplace, but this was a... You think, you were like, oh, wait a second, I heard about that in the tech business, like a play workplace... But this place was like, uh, it was different. And it seemed like the imagination that was there was running rampant. But in a way where its main concern was, well, who's going to play with this? Who, 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 who's going to have some love for this toy? What, what's this? How's this going to create an indelible memory of... of of fun, and for a second you 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 just got a little bit of gratitude. You're like, man, I don't know what's happening here, but I I just feel so lucky to be a part of this. And you were so affected by it, you weren't sure if you were feeling it or everyone around you was feeling it. 
And that's what made it make so much sense. You were like, oh, yeah, this is a, this room is filled up with this gratitude of uh, the purity of this experience. And you thought, this has got to be a dream. This is just too good. And uh, you sense everyone around you kind of felt like that, too. Instead of making it more dreamlike, it made it feel more real. These elves, they couldn't have been happier to make toys. They couldn't have been happier to play with the toys or to imagine what it would be like to first open the toy. Or imagine going from some experience and having the toy distract you or remind you or, or give you an experience you just had been lacking that you hadn't had. And you notice how, how, how their faces looked and how they treated each other. And you're like, wow, I just never, what, what do I, I, again, kind of in a different way going back to the sleigh. You're like, man, this is so much different than I would have thought it was. It was so much richer. These elves, they're, they're not children. They're, they're, but they're so alive. It's like their skin is sparkling. And it just makes sense. You're like, holy crap, this is like, if I could get a, you know, someone, some gurus up here, they'd probably take these people and, you know, make it into some workout diet book because these people are so, on every level, these elves are hopping. And every once in a while, the big guy comes through. Or, you know, a reindeer pops in and says, man, what is that? Does that bear play the drums? And the elf says, we make 1.4 billion of these every year. And he says, let me see it play the drums. And they laugh together. And, uh, you know, the, then you get a real sense of reality. You're like, okay, this isn't, this isn't perfect. You see a couple of elves that are looking glum. And then they seek out. You know, like, we say, hey, I can't figure this out. Uh, this man, Collaboard, uh, how many, you know, how many, I can't remember how many. He's like, oh, well, let me help you out, buddy. You know, let's get some polished stones and let's make a man, Collaboard. That's going to change somebody's afternoon. But instead of holding on to all that, you start to remember further back before you were putting together. And then you remember the pieces of you. Or being uh, in a warehouse and uh, raw materials and you felt like the finest raw materials in the world and you you felt yourself just sitting there waiting again but again not a, a waiting of worry a waiting of like okay sooner or later it's going to be my time you had a sense of pride that maybe you forgot about or maybe you hadn't had before. I said, hey, whatever is going on with me, this raw material, um, I just got to wait and everything's going to be okay. And then one day someone came in and they picked you up and they said, wow, this is perfect. This is exactly what I'm looking for. This is perfect. This is exactly what I'm looking for in this color, this texture. It's different, different than any any anything like this I've seen. Where did you uh, get this? And and you get a sense that 
you're from somewhere, you know, from a culture that's very old, long tradition, you know, somewhere far away from the North Pole, and they're like, wow. And then you, you're you like, wow, you've been a, a sense other hands have touched me, other hands full of pride and full of experience, you know, not just joyous experience, but you feel crafted, even though you're just a raw material or whatever, you know, piece of cloth or a piece of wood or piece of polished rock you know you're more than that too and this person I say wow we have some, you know I'm going to take that I got the perfect idea of what to do with that and that's going to be great and these people they, they look at each other they shake their heads because they know wow this is perfect what a and then you start to remember the the earth we f- you feel water running, clean, cool water. You remember the sounds of water rushing against rocks of loamy, deep, dark earth, of wrinkled hands tending to you, working you over and over, so slowly, slowly, gently taking you and molding you. You remember those hands had care too and pride and uh, and it said that those hands took their time with you, breathed something into you from them, something from their entire culture, from their entire history, something that had been passed on something irreversible, but something you can only sense. You know, a culture or a world, or maybe just say you, you don't know. You know, you tell an anthropologist, if you don't get it, don't bother asking, man. You know, I wish you could just experience it. These hands on me, these ancient hands working me, you know, looming me, carving me, polishing me. You have a sense of pride of where you came from, and you, you try to reflect back to those hands, to that culture, the comfort and gratitude you feel now, the thankfulness for creating you, for forming you, for somehow informing for propelling you forward. And you know, things haven't always been perfect. They haven't always been great. But they were essential somehow. You know you know, you can't ever understand it. And again, you still get this sense, is this a dream? Is this real? What, what does all this mean? And you just hear some laughter. You're like, Did I hear that now or in the future or the past? And then you take one last breath of this moment these old gentle hands and then you remember before that uh, the sound of the water brings you back you f- start to feel something well, greater than you is not the right word but something massively 
massively comforting and all-encompassing as something about the weathering of time, moment after moment adding up into something, and you're watching it unravel backwards, just slowly. And the one thing that catches your eye is like, wow, this is just one moment after another that brought me to these hands that led to the craftsmanship that would one day lead to you being in a, you know, industrial type warehouse. You, you, you say, well, that's not as romantic as the, the weathering of time going backwards with each moment. And you're like, wow, this each moment was essential. And the moment before that was essential. But they were just moments in time. And somehow you're able to experience it all in a brief, but, you know, acceptable level. Not overwhelming at all as it slowly goes backwards. You're watching things grow in reverse, but you, you, you have both directions and you're able to hold them in your hands and understand them equally, that this growth, this formation of you is a, so whatever the heck, you know, some sort of natural resource type thing was uh, just a collection of moments added together in a unique way. If it wasn't for that trickle over there that you've watched go from a great canyon into a giant mass of frozen glacier, into a, you know, pea soup type, cosmic type thing, you know, you don't need to go all the way back. You don't need to boggle your mind because as you go back and you notice the moon reflecting off of something that reminds you of those... It reminds you of those reindeer antlers again and the fuzz and the scent in the air. It's a scent of animal breathing, a scent of a, a man, plasticky scent of tape and presence and wood and paint. But the main sense is that night air somehow carries with it all these all the other moments. Sure, you've got some soot on there and maybe a little natural gas or whatever the smell is of snow and salt and road dirt mixed together. But down below that is this earthy, wet smell carried on the wind. You'll you'll never forget that streaking through the night, seeing a world below, but also seeing this stuff around you that you've seen so many times before, and all these experiences. You're like, oh wait a second, I thought I understood, you know, Christmas type stuff, and I was kind of over it. And that Santa, he's just a joke. And this is all, and then you're like, well, this is all just a dream anyway, man. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And then you remember all those moments leading up to this. Every 
little sliver of a moment leading to the opening of that gift and the joy, the smile, the connection, the sense of I'm giving and getting at the same time. And you think, man, I, I, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to say. And it's like, yeah, man. And then that Santa, he, he pats you on the head again. He says, there you go again, bowhead. Overthinking it. Just have some fun tomorrow, okay? Just have a little fun. That's another moment, another sliver for you. And sure, you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, this was this strange dream I had. But it's that sense sense of connection to those strange moments that are they just little slivers in time or are they going somewhere are they going in one place or more than one place like the trickling of the water down till you reach some caring hands was it a dream because where where did I start and where did I end were the hands of mine Was I the present? Was I the elf? Was I Santa Claus? Was I the child opening the gift? Was I the tree? Wow. I don't know. But uh, hopefully you're asleep. And you're taking this dream to a new place. A place of uh, Christmas connection. Of uh, moment after moment. And sure, not every moment can be pure. Not every moment can be broken down like a dream, captured like the blue moonlight on a reindeer's antlers or the the smell of Christmas night from Santa's sleigh. But you will have that sense. Maybe you could carry that with you from this dream of... uh Potential and security, not knowing, but knowing that maybe it will be okay. Maybe tomorrow I'll carry something greater, but you're like, wait a second, this moment's essential too and playing, and then Santa says, oh, there you go again, don't worry about it, okay? And then you just remember... The feeling of being held gently in each of those sets of hands that held you with caring and warmth. Wanted you to be something special, something individual, something that brought something to someone else that put a smile on their face. But those hands, they treated you with respect, they treated you with kindness. And they treated you with pride and security and all that stuff. I hope you get all that and more this holiday season. So, have a great holidays. And thanks so much for listening. Good night.